Hi, listener. Today's episode will feature a global professional fashion stylist who will share her expertise on why it's important for you to be intentional about your personal style. We'll discuss how you can align your style with your professional image, how to dress for the body you have today, and much more. I think you're going to enjoy this fun episode. Stay tuned. You're listening to Living While Leading with your host, Sharon Ehrlich, where I help women IT executives gain more control over their careers and carve out time to care for themselves and family. Welcome everybody to the Living While Leading podcast. It's my pleasure today to welcome my special guest and that is Renee Lindo. Hello, Renee. Hi, Sharon. It's so good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, it's it's a pleasure to have you. I'm going to read a short bio just so that my listeners know a little bit about you and how amazing you are. Renee is a personal stylist based in Toronto, Canada, and she serves clients globally. She has a keen sense of style and a corporate sales background. She's perfectly positioned to guide professional women on their style journey so they can show up as being the best versions of themselves. Renee has worked on magazines, red carpet styling, and fashion shows. She gets the most joy leading her clients one-on-one on their personal style transformations. She accomplishes this by working closely with her clients to craft a clear, confident, and consistent style story the unique story they want to tell through their style. When this is successful, it's a game changer. Very exciting, and I'm happy to have you. I am a lover of fashion and style, and I've been following you and looking at all of the different outfits you present online, and I just think your personal style and your personal brand is amazing. I'm going to jump right into the questions. Can you share how you define personal style and why it's important, especially for professional women? Absolutely. So, you know, when I think of your personal style, it's really a a way of communicating. It is the first thing that people see. It is how we introduce ourselves to the world. And before you even start to speak, people see you, especially for professional women, when you want to really own your story and you want to communicate a certain level of authenticity or authority, I should say, your personal style really is that tool that you can leverage and tap into to help you to do that. So that when you walk into this space, when you, before you even speak, people already start to make some assessments or judgments of you. People start to make decisions about us in a few seconds. So I always say, since we know that, let's control that narrative. Let's own the story that people are going to make because they make stories. They make up stories and they make these first impressions. So let's own that and ensure that the story that we tell is one that we are proud of and that we want to share. Talking about the story and and how people are showing up and how others perceive who we are just by looking at how we look. Can we talk about the role that fashion plays in personal branding, particularly for women in leadership roles? And what are the the key considerations for them as well? I always say that I think that our style is the packaging of your personal brand, right? So we spend a lot of time really crafting our brand, um, ensuring that, you know, your brand to me is being intentional, intentional thought behind 
kind of packaging your expertise, how you serve, how you can help, and really being intentional as to how that's going to serve your ideal client. And so your style, as I say, really just packages all of that. Could you spend all of this time on your career, whether it's you know, building out, building out your career, getting mentors, getting uh, sponsors, really work more accreditation and certifications. And it's really important that when we show up, as the face of all of we have accomplished, that there is alignment, especially for women leaders. Again, you want alignment. You want people to, the image that they see in front of them and all of the your assets, that it makes sense, right? Because it makes it so much easier for them to know, like, and trust them to build an expectation of you and not kind of wonder like, hmm, all of this sounds great. Her website sounds good, but what I'm seeing look, looks different right? And there's a disconnect. And when there's a disconnect, people don't buy, right? A confused mind, they don't buy, they don't make those decisions. And so it's really important important that there's really good alignment with all of the things you're putting out on social, your, your brand, I should say, your, how you work, the feeling that people get of you. And then when they see you, that image really needs to align to tell your full right story. Alignment is a very interesting word to use because when you think about it, we are showing up in the office sometimes, we're showing up in the supermarket, we're showing up for dinner. There are lots of different spaces that we're moving in and they don't necessarily require the same sort of clothing. How does one get that alignment right? Is there a a tip that you have for us? When you're thinking about about your brand, you really want to have all of the touch points and all of the ways that people are going to interact with you to have to give them the same type of feeling. I'm not thinking you're going to have to wear a suit to the grocery store, but you want to show up in a way that shows your brand in a great light. Obviously, you never know who you're going to meet. Everything that you do makes you who you are, makes you a part of your brand. And your style really is an important tool. So I say, you know, we can still be comfortable and and be polished, right? Comfortable, because so many times with the, the new way of work and our attire, it's much more relaxed than it used to be. But that doesn't mean sloppy. That doesn't mean that you're going to show up sloppy and don't care. Because remember, how we show up again, how we show up shows respect to our audience, right? We took time to put ourselves together. We, and also it's a message to us that we're important enough. This is important. Even going to the grocery store, still look put together that you gave it some thought. And it's really about the intentionality behind how you put yourself together and the different facets of your life. That's important. I can certainly understand that. And, and this notion of looking put together can be accomplished also with a t-shirt and a pair of sweatpants. It's just a question of which kind and how you're you're assembling it, isn't it? Absolutely. And, I'm, and as I say, I always say, it's not about having to wear a suit every day. You can be casual. And retailers have done a really great job now of making pieces and clothing that are comfortable, that when we add to our wardrobe, it makes a functional wardrobe with pieces that we can wear to work and also maybe off hours, pants that have stretched, pants that maybe have some elastic in the waist, maybe the back. Blazers that have stretch and not as, not as form fitted, right? That you can wear to work and in your off times. It's really about creating a wardrobe that's functional, right? We really are getting away from work clothes, play clothes. We really want to create a wardrobe that supports the way we live. 
That's so funny. You just triggered a memory. I can remember when I was a child, we used to have our school clothes and our play clothes. And these were two distinct wardrobes. Yes, we would have going out clothes and home clothes, right? And you didn't wear your your going out clothes at home because you'd be wasting, don't waste your clothes, right? That type of idea. But I think, and we may still have that to an extent, right? Even more dressier occasions where you have a dressier outfit. But I think we're really moving toward having a wardrobe that we can wear throughout the seasons, throughout the different activities that we engage in. So we're investing in great, great pieces, right? That is going to be able to take us throughout that. What would you advise someone on how to adapt their wardrobe to reflect who they are today? Because many of us, the shape of our body has changed over the course of years, maybe over the course of the last two years, just with the pandemic and everything, eating so much. Some of us also had a very distinct style that we wore in our younger years, and we're older now. So, you know, what are your thoughts and your guidance on adapting the style to the person who you are today? That's such a great question. And this is something that I help clients with all the time. As we age and mature, we change. Right. So it's important also that our style evolves with us. It's great to honor who we were 10, 20 years ago. We were fabulous. We looked great. But I think it's important for us to also embrace that we can look fabulous now. We can look fabulous over 40, 50 and beyond. And it's really just thinking about how we want to show up, what resonates with us in terms of our style. You know, we may not want to wear uh, micro minis. But maybe there's another another style that's really more our vibe that resonates with the woman we are now that we can that we can wear and still feel current and still feel that we're being modern. The point about our bodies change that is such a big point because as we menopause, perimenopause, kind of over forty age, our bodies change and our clothes fit differently. And I'm I am working with clients now where they they knew what used to fit them, they knew exactly what stores to shop at, they knew what kinds of clothes to wear. And now that they've gotten older, nothing fits them the same way. You know, they have weight in their body. And so it's really about understanding how to dress this new body. So I do have a free guide on my site, Dressing Your Body Best, that will go through the different body shapes that really helps you, gives you some tools and some tricks that you can use when you're thinking of dressing your body. It's not rules. I'm against style rules. It's really just tips to help you if you want I'm really about helping you to feel confident. And if it's a part of your body that you're not as confident about, then can you utilize some of these tools to really make it where, you know, you're doing a little accentuating the assets, balancing some of your proportions, right? And that's what I think about and when, what I am doing when I am working with clients. So it's honoring who we are now, accepting the fact that we can be fabulous, but different in, in what that looks like and understanding how to dress our bodies. There was something that I read recently about some fashion designers in in Europe. A few of the designers said that they have a uniform because they can't concentrate on their craft if they have to think about what they have to wear all the time. And I thought that was really interesting and wanted to hear your take on uniform, so to speak, and how we could make that work for us in terms of simplifying our wardrobe so it makes it easier for us to get ready and to get out of the house. Again, that's something else that I'll work with clients on. I don't use the word uniform, but maybe outfit formula. It's just people, women want like a go-to. The mornings are busy. First thing is think of that 
creates a closet where everything in there works for you so that you know that when you pull pieces, they're going to fit. You're not pulling pieces and you try them on and you're like, oh, this doesn't fit. It's too tight or it's, it's not in style. So it creates a play, a closet that works. And then in terms of the outfit formula, you know, it's easy. Once the closet works for you, it's just something that you think of. It could be maybe your formula is jeans and a blazer and a graphic tee. Right. That could be your vibe if you're a little bit more casual, if your industry is a bit more casual, but you still want that authority uh, with a blazer. Maybe it is black pants and a V-neck sweater and a tank top, right? So just if you can identify pieces that you love, pieces that work for your body shape, pieces that you feel great in, that can be your go-to uniform. Then we can say your go-to uniform. So that it makes it easy, right? It reduces decision fatigue. A wardrobe formula that I like is what I call, you have a basic piece, which is could be basic, like black pants, dark denim, whatever that base, a white button down, whatever your basic piece is. So a basic piece, a, an interest piece. So something that has some color or stripe, there's something interesting or some details. And then the third piece is your completer. And that could be a blazer, it could be accessories, hat, whatever that is. That also is a quick uniform or outfit form that really helps you to streamline what you're going to choose in the mornings to make getting out much quicker. But I do like the idea of having a uniform. I don't have a uniform because I like to wear all different things, uh, but I, I, I think it works for some people for sure. What are your thoughts on how women can use high low dressing so meaning you know having one brand that's a, an anchor you know a, a very solid brand maybe something a bit expensive like an investment piece and then when we talk when you just mentioned you know some of those flourishes that you can use that that would be something that you would get maybe from one of the trendy stores that have yeah. things that don't require large investment you know what what yeah. are your thoughts on that I think that's great. And I think it flows right into how I create wardrobes in terms of a, a functional wardrobe that really works for you. It's about 80% of what I call wardrobe basics, which are kind of wardrobe essentials. And I use that word, but it's not, they're not basic, like just a t-shirt, but wardrobe basics, meaning the pieces that you reach for all the time, the pieces that are the the workhorses in your closet, a great button down shirt, a player back pants, a great blazer, whatever those pieces are for you. So 80% to be wardrobe basics. And those are the pieces you're going to invest and spend a little bit more on because you're wearing them all the time. You're wearing them in different ways, creating different outfits. And then 20% to be maybe your trend pieces, uh, pieces that can add a little bit more personality, pieces that help you to feel current in terms of trying a trend or allowing your personality to shine. Those pieces, you really, you're not sure if you want to invest in them yet, but so sure, from the high street or some of the more maybe fast fashion places. When you do that and incorporate that 20% with the 80%, it helps you to feel modern, helps you to feel current. And that's really what, you know, we talk about trends or we talk about even dressing. That's really what is important. You know, trendy and being trendy is really not the goal. The goal is to use the trends, determine what trend you want to participate in and interject them into your wardrobe. And I think it's so important, especially for professional women, to show up and to be current in your attire. Because, and I talk about it on LinkedIn all the time, when people see you, if you look dated, they assume that your skill set is also dated. They just can't believe that somebody who is with it, whether it's technology or they knew the latest 
in their industry or they have their finger on the pulse that they would still look dated. So remember, people are making decisions about us. When we are current and some of these trend pieces can allow us to, to look current, to be modern, to be relevant, right? You, don't, you really don't want to look dated. Let's talk about essential pieces. The women that I coach are executive women, women in leadership roles. Are there any essential pieces that those women should be investing in and focusing on acquiring for their wardrobe? You know, I always shy away from saying must-haves, that we need these. Just because people's lifestyles are different, there are industries that we work in are different and they may call for different things. So I, I hate to just do a broad bush, but but to be more general, a professional woman usually show up kind of in similar spaces and have similar expectations. I think a, a great white button down, I think is a great piece to have. And now you're going to also temper that with your body shape. So maybe you have a fuller bust. And so a button with buttons down the front, it doesn't work for you because they gape. So think about the fabric. That fabric is going to be more loose and flowy. It's going to move with your curves. It won't be as crisp, right? So think about those things. So I think a white button down is great. A great pair of black pants, I think are always great to have. You can wear them to work, wear them cocktails, wear them networking, even a great pair of dark denim. You know, we're getting a little bit more relaxed in our dress. Dark denim is easier to dress up and still look polished and put together. You know, you may have, I have some lawyer clients who they have moved away from the suit and they're wearing denim, but dark denim with their blazer, with a great blouse, with their pumps, right? So they're still look to look current, but there's still that level of authority. They're adding their blaze and their great blouse. What else? Great pair of shoes, you know, shoes that are comfortable. Right now, what's on trend is pointy toe, maybe a kitten heel with sling back. Those are great. Uh, what else? A great dress. I think a great black dress. You know, you can add a blazer on top. You can add it without. You can accessorize. I think a blazer is a good one to have. Well fitted. It doesn't have to be tight and, and fitted. We'll move away from that to be a little bit more relaxed and roomy, even though now with the trends, we're seeing a little bit more of tapering in the waist, not tightly tapered, but just a little bit more definition in the waist. Those are a few pieces that say for a professional, for executive women, those are pieces that you'd want to have great um, quality items in. I have to tell you, I love the kitten heel. It, it elongates the legs, although I don't need that because I'm very tall. But it makes the, the leg and the foot look elegant without yes. having to wear a very high heel. Yes, and absolutely. My days of wearing four-inch heels are just really behind me. I yes, and, I, and you're not alone, right? A lot of us, after coming, coming through the pandemic, women are like, no more heels, right? I'm not doing that. So the kitten heel, I think, really is, is a great option. Not too high but you still get pulled together. As we said, the elongates, especially for petite women, that pointed toe elongates is a great tip. Can we talk a little bit about sustainability? You know, everybody is growing very conscious of what it means to be kinder to the planet. What are your tips or ideas for us in terms of how we can build a sustainable wardrobe? And if that's even possible. For sure, right? You that's important to you. You look, you're looking for brands and how they're manufacturing their their products and bringing it to market. But I think what's missed a lot is that we can have a huge influence on sustainability by how we shop, by the wardrobe that we create. So when you're intentional about what you're buying, when you when before you shop, you create a list of what do you really need, what are your wardrobe gaps. 
and you shop intentionally for these items, you invest in great quality pieces that are going to last you longer, that you create different outfits, right? Because you're not shopping as much. You're you're having you're investing in great pieces, you're wearing them different ways. So you're not constantly buying. It's when you keep buying and buying because really maybe you don't know what's in your closet or you think you need to keep up with the latest trends, which you don't to be stylish. But those are the things that really feed into the problem that we have now. So I know that it's really about understanding what you need, understanding what you want and buying right. Time shopping is a very therapeutic uh, experience for a lot of us. And we shop to disconnect from the stressful day. And then we end up buying a lot of things that we don't necessarily need. So I think those are really, really wise words there, Renee. Absolutely. And I, and I see that, right? Because sometimes clients, when I'm working with clients, they, their closet is full of stuff, but you still feel like there's nothing, you have nothing to wear, right? And we hear that all the time. And it's really about, because the things that we buy, we really didn't give it much thought. We weren't thinking of outfits necessarily when we were shopping. We we're thinking of, oh, I like this piece. I'm going to buy this. But then I really encourage clients to think about, okay, if I'm going to buy this piece, what do I have already that is going to give me at least three different outfits with this? How else can I wear this with what I currently have? So that way, it's a piece that makes sense in your closet and not just add to more clutter. I have a question for you about managing, because you've talked many times about the closet already. I can tell you that this summer, I took out three dresses and there were three dresses that didn't fit me that I put back in and said, I'm going to hang on to them for one more year and maybe they'll fit me next year. I hope I stay true to that. Otherwise, my closet is going to really start to get overwhelmed. What do you say about having a process or some sort of a workflow around calling what we have in our wardrobes and sort of getting rid of things and freeing up space and freeing up the clutter so it's easier for us to make decisions? I suggest, you know, as the seasons change, right, to really look at your closet. Are there pieces that you didn't reach for? Are there pieces that maybe have passed their expiry date in terms of style or even that you like them? Get rid of those things that just you didn't wear, you didn't, you didn't, you're not drawn to anymore. Even before the seasons change, if you just, if it's a piece that you see that you don't like, just get rid of it. You know, when I I work with clients and also coming in my digital course, questions that I, I sell clients with, I say, hey, you know, think about, do I feel fantastic in this piece? Would I buy it again if it wasn't on sale? Some of those things to really think about and get rid of them because think of your closet as prime real estate. It doesn't, it's not going to get bigger. All that happens is that you are, you're just putting more and more and more in this space. I really encourage you to be intentional with what is in there because you want to create your closet. You want it to be like a curated boutique for you. Everything fits you beautifully. Everything is your current style. Everything works, everything you can easily create outfits with. So that makes it so much easier when you're getting dressed. So a process, I'd say, when the seasons change, try to get rid of stuff and then make note of the gaps. If you got rid of these black pants that don't fit, don't fit anymore, keep a, a running shopping list. Okay, I need black pants. I need them to be wide leg because that works better for my shape, high weight, whatever it is, right? So that you know when you go shopping, you need to replace it. So that's I would suggest to really be intentional about that closet. Everything starts and ends in your closet. Your mornings start there, kind of your mood for the day. So if you're hurried and harried and rushed to try to find something to fit, 
it just sets your day up for just feeling confused and rushed. Whereas if you have a space that works for you, a space that it's easy to create outfits, it worked for you now, this stage in life, it makes it much easier for your days to you know, just roll out. And I always say, kind of plan your week from Sunday. Have an idea of what you have coming up. Have an idea of what your outfits are. Oh, and the big tip is to try these things on. Sometimes, as you said, they didn't fit, right? Try them on and see, does it still fit? And if not, and I try to give my, I try to tell my clients to give themselves time frame, right? If you're on a weight loss journey, say, okay, if this doesn't fit by six months, then I'm going to get rid of it. And it's okay. Sometimes clients will say, but I spent so much money. This is so expensive. You know what? It's okay to gift someone something that doesn't work for you anymore. Yeah. Yes, you spent money on it. It served its time. You looked fabulous, but gift it to someone else. So tell me, what do you do with your clients when they come to you looking for some support? What does that engagement look oh, like? Of course, we start with questions, right? So I have a, a style questionnaire that I take clients through. and just really like to understand who they are. What? How do they want to move through the world? What are some of their style goals? What do they do professionally? Uh, so we talk about that to really get clear on who is she and how does she want to show up? So we start there. Uh, we talk about change that she wants, the transformation that she's looking for. Um, I put together a mood board, kind of, of what a style board, I should say, from what she said and what I'm thinking from our conversation, kind of what that looks like. Because you can say one thing, like they can say, I want to look fabulous, but what does that mean to you? Right. So when we use the pictures and the style board, it really makes it it makes sense. So we get alignment. We get alignment on that. We're both working on the, on the style board. So she's in agreement. Then we go in the closet and we do. And this is all virtual. So we'll do a closet edit. Can she tries on determines. We'll talk about what fits, what doesn't fit, what's no longer her vibe. What is her vibe? Make notes of any gaps. Get rid of stuff that doesn't fit, that just doesn't work for her. Make notes of her shopping list. And then I go shopping and all of my clients get a virtual closet where I find items for them, put them in the virtual closet. They're able to see the items and then just click and they're linked to the retailer so they can buy and purchase right away. Oh. And then we have a try on, so yeah, we have a try on session. And then I put a lookbook together so that they have all of their outfits really easily already, already made so that's in the mornings, like roll through and oh yeah. And they have their outfits. Planned. That sounds amazing. So, Clients love it. It's really a supportive process, something that I enjoy offering clients. Well, I want to thank you for your expertise and thank you for sharing with us. Can you tell my listeners where they can find you? Find me on LinkedIn. I'm always on LinkedIn, Renee Lindo. And excited to let your listeners know that I'll be launching a course, a style transformation course. I was launching next year in January, but we're having a pre-sale for Black Black Friday promo this week, actually. So November 24th to 27th. Be sure to join my email list and you'll hear all about it. So it's really to help women who are struggling with their closet, struggling with putting outfits together to really understand and get clear on their style and help them to, to feel good again, to feel confident putting their outfits together and show up, you know, looking fabulous. Well, I will put all of your coordinates in the show notes so Absolutely. that people can find you. you. Your course sounds amazing. I might even join that myself. That sounds great. Thank you again for your time. And thank you again for your wisdom, Renee. Thank you so much for having me, Sharon. This was a delightful conversation. Thanks for listening today. This is your time. 
Give yourself permission to reclaim what's important to you and be who you want to be. If you're getting value from this podcast, please subscribe, share it, or write a review. And connect with me on livingwhileleading.com or on LinkedIn. And don't forget to tune in next week.